Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a journey to the forums of sissykiss.com. Now, sissykiss is a forum for men and women, mostly men who want to revert to role-playing as baby girls or boys. It's basically a slant on the adult baby thing, and it it's that plus the added addition of wanting to be a baby girl and also be treated by a mommy and also some punishment, stuff like that. I first visited Sissy Kiss as part of the Weekend Web in 2009, which is, of course, where we would go to other forums and sort of do some internet spelunking to find absurd things and then share them on something awful. And there was a whole wonderful weekly feature of Weekend Web or bi-weekly feature of ridiculous things from the internet, which is part of the origin of this very podcast. Sissy Kiss has changed a lot from the days when I visited it in 2009. They redid the forum in a very hard to navigate style. It's overly busy and very difficult to find things to read, but I have wanted to read from there for a while. And like I said, it is difficult to navigate. So this episode will be shorter, but uh, hopefully equally as entertaining as a long one. But before we get to that, of course, I just want to say thanks once again for everyone who supports the podcast on Patreon. Thank you to everyone who has donated on PayPal recently. I super appreciate it. It's always great to know that people are willing to donate some money. Uh, they appreciate what you're doing enough to donate some money. And that is uh, it's humbling. And I really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone who has asked for magnets. I have sent out a lot of magnets and received a fair amount of photos back. If you want to see the photos, there's a photo gallery at lureads.com in the upper part of the tabs of the site. Uh, and also I post them on the Facebook page as well. Uh, the Facebook page is also a great place to see the drawings that I send out to the patron members who donate at the $15 level. I share them there after I'm fairly certain they have made it to their destination across the ocean. So if you want to go to facebook.com slash lureads, if you're not a member of the Facebook page, I would suggest uh, checking it out and joining. It's uh, liking the page. I try to make updates there weekly with interesting things that I find that aren't necessarily things I would read, but uh, I hope that people find them entertaining. So thanks again to everybody, and thanks to people who have made some reviews of the podcast on iTunes. I super appreciate that always. And again, if you haven't, and you have an iTunes account, please consider going to iTunes and just either rating it with a star rating or writing a review. It means a lot to see that people take the time to write nice reviews of the podcast uh, with their feelings about it because, you know, you don't have to, and I appreciate it when I see there are new ones up there. It's always very exciting to read. Well, that's enough podcast business. So let's get right into the forums of sissykiss.com. Now, as I mentioned, sissykiss is not easy to navigate. There's no, like, formal forum structure so I'm going to be going all over the place in this forum to find interesting things to read. It used to be very straightforward, a normal forum. If you look at the weekend web posting, which admittedly is mostly about this other diaper website, but you can see that it used to be like a normal place. And now it's this, not that I can tell anyway. I don't know what I was just saying. So anyway, I don't, I won't have the normal cookie crumb trail of uh, forums and sub forums. So bear with me. If it makes no sense, because not a lot about this 
website does. So the first thing we'll read is an entry in the profile page for a member who goes by the name of Bobo Boy in their blog entitled PG-13, A Little Bit About Me. And it goes like this. Hi, everyone. For a long time, the idea of men becoming sissies, especially diapered baby sissies, has been a secret interest of mine, something that I have never had much of a chance to explore other than through online stories, pics, and videos. Now that I have come to a point in my life where I have more freedom to explore some of the more secret parts of my life, I have decided this is one of the things I definitely want to try. In my regular life, I consider myself male, mostly straight, although I am a bit bicurious. I have never really had any major questions about my gender. That being said, there are some feminine things I have always enjoyed for most amongst them is my love of panties. Whether it is seeing people wearing them, playing with them, or especially wearing them myself, I just love them. I have also played around with cross-dressing as well, brackets, although when at home with no one around. Another fetish of mine is adults in diapers, particularly girls, and transgendered men. I also like to wear them when I have a chance, although not full-time. There are two main parts of my personality, my everyday male side, which is what I am most of the dime, and my sissy baby girl side that I have kept locked in the closet for most of my life. My male side is very easygoing. I get along with most people quite easily. The only really sissy part of me when I'm this way is that I wear panties whenever I can. About the only time I don't is when I am going to be in situations where people are going to see my underwear, such as at the doctor or in a locker room. Even then, I will usually wear ones that look more unisex. The part of me that I am looking to explore here is my sissy baby side that I have kept locked up for so long. I will admit that side of me scares me a bit because when I let it out, I have almost no impulse control in the things I am willing to do. When I am a sissy baby, I crave being dominated and humiliated by women and with the poor impulse control that I have when I am in that headspace, I just know it's going to lead me into trouble. That being said, I am eager to begin exploring my sissy side, at least in private and online for now. And I look forward to meeting people who can give me advice and support in my journey. I also hope that I get a chance to make friends with many great people, regardless of gender or sexual orientation. And Dolly Sissy adds, That is very sweet and heartfelt of you to share, Bobo. Please have a Dolly to confide in. Pick any one of them and she is yours. Dollies are great to have because they love to play, dress up, and keep your secrets safe, never telling anyone what they are. And Bobo Boy replies, At Doll Sissy, Thank you for the sweet comment. I was so nervous posting about myself and getting such a nice one so quickly is definitely going to help boost my confidence. And K3070 writes, Hiya, Bobo Boy. So nice to meet you. Very happy to hear that you are exploring your sissy nature and not limiting it to one style either. I'm very much the same and enjoy going between being a sissy baby, an adult little girl, and a grown-up girl too. The best thing I can say is be free in what you want to try. Only then will you find your path, especially on the domination side of things. You may just surprise yourself. No need to be nervous on here, although it's just common sense that anybody is. My heart was going off like a jackhammer the first time I posted online, brackets especially pictures. But my confidence grew in leaps and bounds, and now I'm a right little sissy show-off, brackets LOL. Be free. Be who you were born to be and have a wonderful life doing it. Big hugs. And that is the last post in that thread. And we'll go from that thread to a new post in the sissykiss.com forums, started by Nat512, entitled PG, My Two-Week Baby Vacation. And it goes like this. 
So, I'm a busy, busy person typically. I have a full-time job, full-time school, and a number of other responsibilities outside of those two. I also don't live alone. I have a roommate, which means that while I can have some private time, what I do during it can be somewhat limited. However, here at the end of the year, I not only had two weeks off from schoolwork, but I also was going to have the apartment all to myself for those two weeks as my roommate was flying home to spend Christmas with her family. I decided to take two weeks off from work with my paid time off and have a mini vacation at home in baby land. I prepped by ordering plenty of diapers. I really like softness and padding along with the crinkle sound disposables make. So I ordered some of Bambino's Bellissimo diapers. I also ordered some thinner, more discreet diapers in case I had to go out. Experimenting at home is one thing, but having a big poofy rear out in town was a bit much for me. I also splurged and ordered plenty of little girl clothes. Lots of dresses, skirts, leggings, rumba diaper covers, brackets with frills because of course, one pair of overall shorts, brackets pink, some cute footy PJs, and even a little maid outfit for any housework that needed to get done. I had a lot of money saved up if you couldn't tell. I tended to lean towards darker hues than most sissies, opting mostly for purple and black rather than pink and white because that's just me. Still had plenty of skirts and frills though. I also set some rules for myself. One, once the first diaper went on, I was not allowed to go without diapers. No potty, just diaper dependent. That means I would both wet and mess them. This includes if I had to go out for anything as well. No holding it in. If I had the urge to go, I was required to go. Two, while I was at home, I had to wear little girl's clothes at all times. If I went out, I could dress in my grown-up clothes, but I had to be diapered underneath them. Three, if I wasn't using my mouth for something, I had a pacifier in it. My favorite purple pacifier remained around on my neck the entire two weeks even if I went out. Brackets, it was hidden under my sweatshirt. Four, I was allowed to watch movies, TV, and play video games. However, I limited myself to anything PG or under in terms of movies and TV and everything rated E for everyone on games. I watched a lot of Disney, My Little Pony, and played a lot of Nintendo games over those two weeks. Five, I'm a bit of a foodie, so I could not limit myself to just baby food or I'd go crazy. I was allowed to eat grown-up food, but I tried to lean it more towards child-appealing food. Anything I had to drink was required to be in a bottle, and I had to eat at least one jar of baby food a day. I started my... Man... I started my little adventure Saturday morning. I spent it on the couch in my PJs with a cute kitty cat on the butt watching MLP. I'm not going to go into a day-by-day -day description because that would be tedious, but it will give you some observations and events I either liked or are worth highlighting. About three days in, I decided to double up on the Bellissimo diapers for extra padding. I love cushion, softness, and padding, and I had more than enough diapers. The added thickness certainly made any baby-like waddle I engaged in that much more authentic. While I tried to stay home the whole time, I did have to go out for milk and other things four times. I can honestly say I was quite nervous during these moments, but they were largely uneventful. I kept my hood up, and if anyone noticed, they didn't react to it. On the third trip, I did wet myself in... <laughs> On the third trip, I did wet myself while in the checkout aisle. This was a week and three days in, so I was pretty used to just going when I needed to. So it was surprisingly easy to do. Was both nerve-wracking and liberating. I never had any issues with wetting myself. While the first few days messing my diaper was pretty gross, I got used to it pretty quickly and got pretty good at changing myself afterwards. During the second week, I was vacuuming in my cute maid outfit, humming a persona tune, and I just stopped in place, filled my diaper, and then continued vacuuming without stopping humming. 
I had a giggle fit after it. I can honestly say that if it wasn't for the social stigma and cost, I could live comfortably with incontinence. On the fifth day, I woke up having wet myself in the middle of the night without realizing it. Made my heart beat pretty fast at first as I was worried about leaks and if that would continue afterwards. Fortunately, there were no leaks. I wet my diaper in my sleep two more times over the two weeks, and the next two times made me giggle fit and kick my feet. Baby food isn't yummy for the most part. After the first few days, I eliminated stuff like mashed peas from my baby food stores and focused more on sweet things that were reminiscent of applesauce. I'm glad I left that rule fairly open. However, surprisingly, the hardest thing to do this two weeks was limiting myself to what I could watch or play in terms of media. I need my big library of movies and games, and I very nearly broke that rule in the second week. I held on, though. Next time, I'm not limiting myself that way. I ended my little vacation Saturday morning two weeks later. It was fun, but I had to get the smell of baby powder out of the apartment before my roommate got back. The whole place smelled like a nursery. She got back on Monday and seemed to be none the wiser to my surreptitious infanthood. In terms of the following week, I'm happy to see I didn't wet the bed in my sleep at all. I do get the urge to go just freely now and then, but I have enough mental blocks there to prevent it from just happening. I have quite a few diapers left over, and all my baby clothes are in a box in the back of my walk-in closet, all folded up and ready to be worn when I feel like it. Still not going to be wearing diapers in public unless I'm on a baby holiday, and even then I'll probably limit myself to wedding and only if I have to go to. And only if I have to go. Next time will be a blast, and I can't wait for it again. And Juanita777 adds, The vacation that you described seems totally awesome. Princess in love emoticon. This is a site-specific emoticon. Two weeks for yourself to be a sissy baby? I am jealous of you. The most time I got was five days. Brackets still was a great time. And I know how difficult it is with limiting what you can watch or play in terms of media. I hope you also tell us about your next vacation. Also, Happy New Year and the best of wishes. And Nat512 replies, The media thing was definitely the hardest part. I'm a media soak. Consuming media is what I do. The first four days I was fine, but by the fifth day I wanted to watch something other than children-safe programming. Not even something that was necessarily a hard R, but something like Guardians of the Galaxy would have helped clear the palette a bit. I instead focused on games playing through Mario Galaxy and its ilk. My Wii and Wii U got a lot of use, and I played Peach whenever available. Another thing I found kind of tough that I forgot to mention was taking nothing but baths. I got some bubble bath and had some nice bubbles going, but I'm a total shower junkie. A hot shower is heaven for me. After one week, I just wanted the hot running water down my back. While I'm proud that I managed to stick with the rules I established, next time it's going to be a custom experience rather than go completely whole hog. Like my approach to food this time, it'll probably be a carte blanche with some baby subsidies. If I want to watch what I want, I have to watch three episodes of infant television like Teletubbies or Barney. There were some little touches I did here and there. I don't have a crib or mobile hanging over my bed, but I do have a miniature planetarium light. So Every night when I went to sleep, I turned on the planetarium and played quote-unquote Twinkle Twinkle Little Star once so baby would get nice and sleepy for Betty by. Whenever I ate, I did wear a cute little bib. I even tried some makeup on at one point. It was my roommate's, so shh. I've also got a lot to learn about applying makeup. Next time, I'll probably shop around for a cute wig since I can't grow my hair out for work. My raven black hair has to stay short. I want it long enough that I can tie it with a cute bow like in my avatar. Oh, and have a happy, happy, happy new year to you too. Kisses!
And baby Bethany adds, wow, that sounds like an amazing couple of weeks. I am incredibly jealous. The longest time I've had in full baby mode is only a week, which is probably the bestest week I've ever had. If you get a chance to do something like this again, may I suggest doing lots of crawling? I found crawling really helps get me in a babyish mindset. It might work for you too. Plus, your big, poofy, diapered bum will look really cute wiggling around as you crawl. And Renee Tutu adds, Dear Nat, what a wonderful way. Dear Nat, smiling emoticon, what a wonderful way to wind up the year. I agree with you that if you are going to do it, you should make no exceptions no matter how yucky. To me, it's a feeling of complete surrender. Mostly, I'm jealous of your nighttime wedding in your sleep. What a baby. Here's a suggestion. You can puree your grown-up food to mush in a food processor, making it into baby food. Also, use the biggest spoon you can find to eat it with. And Nat512 replies, It's not necessarily the taste of baby food so much as the texture. Like I said, I'm a bit of a foodie, and part of my enjoyment of food is texture. And Sissy Fairy adds, After reading about your two-week, I really hope I get the chance to do the same. Admittedly, while mine is only a week, it should still be fun to experience. I would love the chance to experience what you did. And Panda Kitten finishes the thread by saying, That sounds like a lot of fun. Bonnet Blush Emoticon. I'm actually house-sitting for a friend for the week, and I really want to do this now. Since I brought my baby stuff over today, I think I will have myself a couple of baby days to myself. They are back in four days, so I don't have too long, but that's okay because I'm short on supplies. Reading about your experience has me excited to do it now. Felicia Lol Emoticon. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the sissykiss.com forums in a thread started by Love Fox entitled XXX Need Help Finding Some Old Captions. And it goes like this. And it is the only post, so. Hey, so a few years ago, I came across a series of captions where partly due to a drug called mammoform, brackets, or something like that, by law, all men were feminized into girls, brackets, but still referred to as male. Husbands were fucked in the butt by their now masculine wives, enlarged cock-like clitoris, came anal lube, and could become pregnant. Men also lost their names to be called, brackets, wife's name here's daughter, were not allowed to have big jobs like being a doctor or professor, but could have jobs like nurse or kindergarten teacher. I've tried Googling it, but I can't seem to find it anymore. So if anyone knows the name of it and or where I can find it, that would be appreciated. And although there were 573 views, no one ever replied. And another short one is posted in the sissykiss.com forum in a thread started by Kayla25 entitled All XXX happy sissy. And it goes like this. I'm a 25-year-old sissy girl on the DL from the wife. My penis used to be a hard six and a half inches. Now, after five years of sissy hypnovids and anal play at least three times a week, my clitty is now like two and a half and limp. Can't perform sexually as a man with the wifey anymore. Not that I really want to. Now when I'm turned on sexually, I just leak pre-cum from my clitty and my ass actually starts to feel wet. Is anyone else going through this? And despite 7,000 views, no one ever replied. <laughs> and we'll go from that thread to yet another thread in the sissykiss.com forums in a thread started by Baby Bobby entitled, All Are My Complete Bibliography. And it goes like this. Hi, sissies. I've been asked from time to time for a complete listing of all my stories that I've written in sissy slash ABDL genre. 
And I believe that is a dull baby diaper lover. Feel good about my guessing of the acronyms. Most of these were posted on Betty's site, which was unfortunately subsequently damaged, breaking up or eliminating some of my work. I've come to learn that some of my stories are evidently considered too risque for SK, which is of course sissy kiss, and I am reluctant to post something only to have it abruptly removed without notice. Anyway, for those who have wondered, here is the complete listing in no particular order. Baby Bobby series. Bobby's Babysitter. The Continuing Adventures of Baby Bobby. The Further Adventures of Baby Bobby the Strict Nanny. A Sissy Gets Milk. The Jimmy series. Jimmy returns to diapers. Jimmy's day at school. Jimmy's day of shopping. Jimmy and his new babysitter. Jimmy's potty training fiasco. Once a sissy, always a sissy. Jimmy gets a mouthful. A sissy. <laughs> a sissy gets more than he bargains for. A sissy gets punished. A sissy learns his lesson. A sissy tastes his first cock. Josh's new home. Back to school for Josh. Barbara's new baby girl. Barbara's baby girl three years later. Chrissy's wild adventure. Chrissy's summer in diapers. Ethan's slide into sissyhood. Getting sissy ready for bed. Stephen's rude awakening. The babysitter's surprise. The date. The dominant wife. Tiffany's date. Tiffany's date, a sissy's perspective. There may be a few more floating around somewhere, but this is otherwise a pretty comprehensive list. And Teresia's Rex writes, God bless you, sir, and thank you for hearing and responding to my request. Consider me one of your future archivists and honorary reference librarians. And Sissy Kimmy One adds, You are one of my favorite authors, Bobby. I don't think I ever left a review anywhere, so I just wanted to tell you I appreciate your writing. Barbara's New Baby Girl plus sequel is my favorite. Adding links to your list. Do you think you could point me in the right direction for the missing ones or maybe repost them somewhere? And Baby Bobby adds, Hi, Sissy Kimmy. Ethan's slide into sissyhood is a long gone one that was never posted anywhere. It's comparable to Barbara's new baby girl if you like that one. Steven's Rude Awakening is actually a story I never finished, so I probably shouldn't have mentioned that one. The others are pretty short ones that I should probably post here. Tiffany's Date was a short story about a hot girl in high school that lures slash tricks a sissy into coming over to her house only to turn the tables on him, spanking him and putting him into diapers before booting him out of her house. I wrote it from the female's perspective, which is rather unusual for those that are familiar with my stories. Tiffany's Date, a sissy's perspective, is the same story as seen through the eyes of the sissy that she tricks. And... Michaela adds, Hey Bobby, was your newest story removed by SK or has you removed it by yourself? Three question marks. And baby Bobby replies, Hi Michaela, back to school for Josh was deleted by the mods here. Evidently because they claimed it violated the rules regarding underage characters. Even though there was no sex between these fictional characters, evidently the reference to nudity and brackets gasp masturbation proved too much for some here. And Michaela requests, Will you post it somewhere else? I and many others here love this and all your other stories, and we would love to read them somewhere else if it is not possible to read them here, on a page that is clearly for adults. And Rene Descartes replies, I started that process, baby Bobby, with a question. You see, I've been asked to be a storytime moderator, and I'm trying to figure out what's what. Brackets, I really wanted to give something back to this wonderful site, and I'm honored to be asked. In the guidelines, it says, if your story has characters that are under 18 years old in age, brackets, not adult babies, then the story needs to be strictly PG rated. If the moderators think it can be misinterpreted as being sexual or having R-rated violence, they may unapprove the story. My take, it's not because anyone's a prude here, it's to keep the 
site out of trouble. You are a creative and prolific author, and I bet you hate censorship as much as I do. I'm new at this, and I'm asking about your other story, quote-unquote, Tiffany's date. As we speak, quote-unquote, BTSF Josh, clearly involved in under 18, forced into many triple X situations. Quote unquote, Tiffany is much less extreme, but brackets new at this as I am, I have my doubts about its adherence to SK policy. IMO, this is an excellent opportunity to discuss this policy. I'm learning as I go. And please keep writing and posting here. Renee. And Baby Bobby replies, Ironically, I was also asked to be a Storytime moderator. Needless to say, I would probably be a poor choice, since I don't support their idea of what is or isn't acceptable. Shocked-faced emoticon. Renee, thank you for being forthright about this. You are correct that I loathe censorship and I'll be upfront with you. I have no intention of changing my stories, arbitrarily inflating the characters' ages to meet some requirement here. Obviously, that precludes much of the list above from ever showing up on SK. Don't get me wrong. I share and sympathize with the need to protect this site from people who might view it as child pornography. But what is child pornography? In my opinion, child pornography is where children, brackets particularly young children, are sexually victimized by adults non-consensually, either physically or through images. It is where children are made the subject of sexual desire by an adult in situations where the latter hopes to have actual sex with them. Obviously, this is totally wrong, and I am vehemently opposed to it in any and all forms. With regards to my own work, I think I stand on pretty solid ground. While there is often a sexual component between the lead character and an adult woman, it is always one-sided, which is to say the younger male desires his aunt-slash-teacher-slash-nanny, but they never reciprocate. Nowhere in any of my stories will you see an underage person as the object of an adult's sexual desire. Personally, I think it's very natural for a young man, brackets past puberty, to be sexually attracted to a desirable adult woman. Would anyone would anyone really dispute that? I'm not advocating sexual relations between children and adults, only acknowledging that young males can and do find older females appealing. I know I do. Does anyone dispute that young males masturbate? That's certainly not the focus of my stories, but I do include that aspect to show the journey they make from having sexual freedom to being controlled by a superior woman. These are not elements that I think constitute child porn, but feel free to disagree with me. And Teresa's Rex adds, Grumble. This is the second story involving a character named Josh that has been censored. I am a bit annoyed with this. Quote-unquote, back to school for Josh, brackets your tale, was wonderful. My condolences to you, Bobby, and thank you for continuing to post at this site. I may have a suggestion or two, re, other sites you could post your more, quote-unquote, adult or, quote-unquote, controversial stories at. Brackets the age restriction archives, for example. Feel free to send me a PM, and if in doubt, you could always start your own blog. I would be an avid reader, my dear sir. I also noticed that, quote-unquote, be careful who you steal panties from is not on your list above. Sigh. P.S. See my epic rambling response in Rene Descartes' thoughtful, quote-unquote, escanshership thread. And Bunny Duck Lover adds, Hey, baby Bobby, I just wanted to say that I am another of your adoring fans, and if you would forward your stories to me, that would be awesome. I never thought of trying to rate different authors, but your stories are definitely gold whenever I read them. Thank you for writing, and please continue. And Teresa Rex writes, and baby Bobby writes to Teresa X, LOL. T 
TM, I sent you a PM some time ago, but I'm still waiting for a reply. And Teresa's Rex replies, I never received the PM you mentioned. Brackets, although full confession, I was dealing with some identity theft issues in January and have also been quote-unquote fasting, sort of, from SK for Lent. At least nothing within the past month has reached me, so I do recall one from late last year. So sorry, I thought I had responded to that one. Feel free to try again. I'll be a little more considerate this time and reply. Blessings to you, my friend. Walk in beauty. TR. And Sissy Brittany adds, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am also a huge fan of your work. I would love to receive your work through my email. Can I PM you? Thank you again. Great bibliography. And Sissy Desiree writes, Wow, you must be the Isaac Asimov of Sissy Stories. But the number one rule for creating works on a computer is to always keep a backup copy. And Baby Bobby replies, LOL, I must have well over 200 pages worth of stories now that I've penned over the years. And Eris Jen writes, Thanks for putting up the list of your stories, Bobby. I've gotten hooked on the Jimmy series. Well written and very entertaining. And baby Jesse adds, Hi, I really don't mean to be rude, but your PM box was full, so I wasn't sure how else to ask. Is there any way I could possibly also receive said package or even just your latest stories that have been removed? I really do love your stories, so really anything would do. If you need my mail, it's email redacted. Thanks. And baby Bobby replies, LOL, sorry about that, baby Jesse. And my apologies to anyone else that's been trying to get a hold of me. Since I made that announcement, I've gotten swamped with PMs of support and requests for my work. I want to get back to each and every one of you. I just ask for a little patience, please. I've cleared out my inbox, so I hope there won't be any further difficulty trying to reach me. Hugs to all my sissy friends here, Bobby. And Nina Lowell adds, I would just like to show my support for baby Bobby. To set up a blog and continue to share not only the stories with us, but also to please continue sharing updates on your exquisite, sissified, cuckold, babification lifestyle. I have long loved reading all the updates on your journey in diapers, baby Bobby. And you must understand how much sissies and adult babies have appreciated your writing and sharing over the years. I was sad to see you encounter problems uploading stories and was upset at the thought that we wouldn't be able to follow the progress of your humiliation at the hands of your mommy anymore. The photos and descriptions of your punishments by her paddling hand and the emasculation and regression that you go through give much solace and encouragement to people here. And I just hope that you know how much we admire you. Best, Sissy Nina Lowell. And Baby Bobby replies, Hi Nina, thank you for your support and thank you also to the many other sissies who have written me personally to express their support. I have some ideas for my blog which will include my written works as well as some of my real world adventures which rival my fictional stories. In the meantime, if you are curious, you may want to visit me on FetLife and in particular check out the group, quote unquote, Spanked and Paddled Sissies, where I've recounted some of my recent adventures. Hugs, Bobby. And that is the last post of merit in that thread. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the sissykiss.com forum in a thread started by Marcy Me entitled, Do you have a period every month? Subtitle, How do you do a quote-unquote menstruation? And it goes like this. Yesterday I started my quote-unquote period, which is really me putting a maxi pad in my underwear or panties and wearing it all day. I do this for three days and it coincides with my wife's cycle to keep me. <laughs> I do this for three days and it coincides with my wife's cycle to help me keep it straight. I was curious if any of you have a quote unquote period and how you go through it. Do you use a maxi pad or use a tampon? 
Do you simulate the blood? And if so, how? I like to reflect on my raw emotions during this time and try to find ways to feminize them more. Do you do this or do you have other rituals that you do? Love you all, sisters. Marcy. And D. Summer adds, period, no. Rituals? Absolutely. By associating important events with rituals, brackets, first pair of panties, first month of hormones, first time totally en femme, etc., you create a subconscious impression of the importance of it. Everyone has a different definition of what's important to them, so keep exploring yourself and I'm certain you'll find satisfaction as you do. Loves, Dawn Summer. And Name Redacted adds, I have my period every month. I may not have a bloody flow, but I know it's that time of the month. Usually use pads, but sometimes tampons. And Pantied Penis finishes the thread by adding, I love having my sissy period. I have... (laughs) I love having my sissy period. A little food coloring and some baby oil makes a wonder simulation as it drips slowly out of me into my maxi pad. What I really enjoy, though, is if I am dating a woman who is a pad wearer and I can get one of her used pads to wear. I put it in my panties and grind against it as I use my dildo, pretending that I'm having my period and my husband is using my bottom instead. Hooray. (laughs) God. And sadly, that is the last post in this thread. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the sissykiss.com forum in a thread started by Stefania M. entitled PG-13, Flight Travel Tasks? And it goes like this. Hi, I'm new to the site. I'm a college student studying abroad, and every four months the college goes on break for two months. And I take that time to head home for the summer or for Christmas, and that means I'm flying a lot. Ten-hour flights minimum. So, to help make the flight more enjoyable for little old me, I've come to ask you guys if you can think of some naughty things for me to do and wear. It's always more fun taking orders from someone than forcing myself to do it. Just as a note, I'm still petrified about exhibitionism. While I do like the idea, I just can't bring myself to do it yet. So planes are cramped spaces. Try to keep your creativity contained so as to not bother to people around me too much. Thanks. And Pink Balloon adds, Plug? That's the best I got. And Stefania M. replies, I've tried that before. It's nice. I just need to get a more comfortable one or a bigger one. I was thinking that since my flight is still in the winter, that I'd be wearing a large and fairly thick coat. So that can hide some things. And Pink Balloon replies, your choice, I suppose. And Love Fox adds, hmm. Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me are diapers. Other than that, maybe a bra and some other feminine clothing. And Stefania M. replies, that's a thought. Although I probably wouldn't be messing it because planes are crowded and smells and whatever. But the added cushion could be nice. And Baby Butch adds, Don't wear a metal chastity device or a strip search will be needed. Brackets metal detector. And Stefania M. finishes the thread by adding, That's definitely something I'm aware of. Though now with those quote-unquote full body scanners, I'm afraid they'll see the cage I'm wearing, metal or not. What I did last time was to put the cage in my bag and then put it on in the restroom afterwards. No hassle. And we'll go from there to a new mini bio in the sissykiss.com user page for Baby Total entitled PG-13, a mini bio by Baby Total. 
And the subtitle is A Short Rundown on My Way of Thinking Towards A.B. and Sissy Play. And it goes like this. So I thought it was time that I actually fill some of this out and figured a good starting point would be my way of thinking about kink and in particular the kinks on this website. I am a straight sub male with a particular draw towards humiliation and degradation, which leads me to A.B. and Sissy Play. I am not an adult baby. I have no draw to behaving as a baby in terms of playing with toys, coloring, etc. For me, it's more of a sexual power exchange. Being dressed like a sissy or a baby is humiliating and degrading, and God does it turn me on. It wasn't something I had ever considered before my first online dummy, a wonderful American lady who slowly corrupted and conditioned me to connect age play to sex so strongly it's still with me eight years later and has only grown. I find myself craving having someone there to belittle me, to reduce my self-worth through outfits and forced behavior till I'm shaking and whimpering and desperate for her touch. Regardless of the cost, sissy falls very much under the same heading for me. So that's a short overview. Be keen to hear what any others think who have similar thought process towards kink. And Diaper Skirt writes, I think you'll find plenty of people here that derive the same pleasure from the humiliation and are also cis men. Like you said, feminine and sissy clothing are emblematic of having no power for you. For others, it can invoke similar feelings of pleasure, but for thematically different reasons. I myself and others derive pleasure from feeling feminine and innocent, and clothing representing exaggerated young girlhood is emblematic of those themes. Context makes all the difference. And Baby Total adds, I assumed there must be a fair few to think like me. It's fun to hear what it is that draws people to this site. And Bobo Boy writes, For me, it's a bit of both. I enjoy acting like a sissy, whether it is as a baby or older, but I also enjoy the humiliation and degradation that a good dom mommy can dish out. This site has been great in letting me bring out my sissy side more. And K3070 writes, Hiya, baby total. There are definitely many who think the same, me included. The whole point of my own petticoat punishment is that there is no age regression. I am put into nappies and sissy dresses, etc., purely for the humiliation of being my respective age and being, quote-unquote, forced to wear such embarrassing outfits. I go through certain aspects of nursery discipline as punishment. Not as an adult baby, and, like yourself, erotic acts are always included, making it a very adult in nature. Not to mention restraints, spankings, anal toys, and all manner of kink. In the early days, we discussed everything thoroughly before adding it to our play. But after this amount of years, we well know each other's desires, and she can throw in a curveball without warning to great effect, making my nappy pins strain with the resulting excitement. Big hugs. And Baby Total adds, K3070, sounds like you're living the dream. Very jealous. And Case 3070 replies, Believe me, I consider myself very, very lucky indeed. It wasn't always so, though. It took me many years of nothing but dreaming before I found my good lady. It isn't 24-7 or anything daft like that. That's just not practical unless you are a lottery winner or something. Brackets LOL. But we've built up our fun over the years into something that suits us both so well. No need to be jealous. Just keep searching for that mistress of your dreams. I hope you find what you're looking for. Smiley face emoticon. And Robin finishes the thread by adding, The comments are so familiar. Petticoat punishment with aspects of AB slash DL to feel helpless and humiliated. It goes way back to childhood when boys would teach each other about being sissy or quote unquote a girl, although I am primarily heterosexual, enjoy being bi at times, especially as the submissive. And we'll go from there to a new thread in the sissykiss.com forum in a thread started by... Sissy Stacy entitled PG Sissy Shopping Humiliation and it goes like this. 
My mistress is planning to send me to Victoria's Secret after calling the store to let the girls know I am shopping for myself and anything else she decides to tell them. Has anyone had any experience with this? She teased me that she might even have me fitted for a bra. She has told me that I will be wearing a plug and a pink chastity cage. I'm super nervous but excited. I know I don't have a choice anyways. And K3070 writes, Hiya, Stacy. Best thoughts I can offer is just use your common sense. A male walking into a store and buying or even trying on a bra isn't really a problem. I know because I do it myself. When we go shopping for dresses, etc. for me, I try them on in the changing rooms before buying, so they are not under any illusions of who it is for and have never encountered a problem. But that is the whole point. It is in the changing rooms and I do not step outside them dressed in anything other than what I walked in wearing. Being fitted for something all depends on the girls in the store so definitely make sure that mistress has arranged this properly. Be careful in your public play and you can have a whole bundle of fun. Smiling emoticon. And Sissy Stacy replies, I am starting to wonder if I might be better to go in an adult store instead since the girls would likely be more open to indulge in the fantasy. And K3070 adds, Yeah, you're definitely going to come across more open-minded girls in an adult shop than a high street chain store on whatever you want to buy. When we went to buy my maid's dress, the girl actually suggested I try it out without me even having to ask. She told us that she was very pleased that we had said straight out that it was for me rather than the usual stories people come out with. Now, every time we go in, she shows us any new clothing she thinks I might like, dresses, underwear, stockings, and even toys or restraints. My dearest has even shared photos of me fully dressed to her delight. I'd say you've got a much better idea there. I wish you the best of luck with it and would love to hear how it goes. If you'd be willing to share that on here, of course. Smiling emoticon. And Sissy Stacy adds in the last post, I will absolutely share the story on here afterwards. Thank you so much for your feedback. And that was posted on January 26th, 2017. But it obviously hasn't happened yet, because she hasn't shared. Oh no. Why did this music start happening? Oh, this video. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> to see this video that you just heard the music for, please go to loureads.com for this episode's blog post. It will be there, and it is a video entitled Babysitting Dolly. And the next I will read is in the sissycasts.com forums in a thread started by Baby Girl Misty entitled Baby Talk. And it goes like this. Hi, everyone. I'm not new here, but I have a new task. My girlfriend slash mommy slash mistress loves playing baby games with me. I love it, too, almost as much as I love her. She has given me a task. When we play baby games, she wants me to talk in baby talk. And I know there's always goo goo gaga, but I'm looking for the more two-year-old type talk. So if you all have any ideas, just post them here, preferably with the real word next to it. With equals with. Thanks for your help, everyone. And little Sarah writes, I don't know how obvious these are, but some of my faves. I love you, mommy equals I love you, mommy. And baby wants her bottle equals baby wababa. Time to change her. <laughs> time to change baby's diaper equals time for a diaper chan. It's kind of an attitude thing after a while. I find that while easing myself into baby talk is sometimes difficult, continuing it isn't so tough. 
And Baby Girl Misty writes, Thanks for the suggestion, Sarah. Keep them coming. Does anyone else have any other suggestions on how to better act like a 2YO? And two days later, Baby Girl Misty adds, Really? No other suggestions? Come on, people. And Arcane underscore Soul writes, The easiest thing to do is talk with a sissy lisp. It just sut involves changing out some sounds for others. S becomes T-H, I-E, fithy. R becomes W, I-E, diapu. Or wee-a-wee, T-H at the end becomes F, i.e. whiff. And Angela Fields adds, Meander in your speech, repeat yourself, and start a sentence a couple of different ways. Pause and trail off regularly. Fill empty spaces with quote-unquote ums or an article you think will relate to the next part of your sentence. Brackets quote-unquote I like, I like how, I like um, the, the, the. But don't worry about the article you repeat during a pause matching up with the phrase you eventually do continue with. Refer to the next subject with an upward inflection, as though you are asking a question. Brackets, quote-unquote, the man with the hat? Usually a good place to pause for your partner in conversation to acknowledge that they follow you. Common ways to start a sentence are, quote-unquote, I like, quote-unquote, I think, quote-unquote, I want. Toddlers will say whatever is on their minds and are unconcerned by a self-centeredness to this content. And Sissy Baby Leslie finishes the thread by adding, On the lisp, I've read that the S to TH lisp is a little diff. This might be more trouble than it's worth, but it sounds better. Do an S sound, but put the tip of your tongue just out past your teeth, so it almost sounds like a TH. Really, it's a S with your tongue too far out is all. Practice that a little and it becomes easy. Try not to use any words that are longer than five or six letters. And if you do, and if you do use long words, switch a few letters around. Examples. Alligator becomes agulator and synonym becomes cinnamon. If you think it might be a tricky word, mess it up somewhere in the word. Don't be afraid to just blabber without using words and use hand gestures with your words instead of just talking. Can Fiffy Baby Buffa play with me? Hey, have we Bobby? <laughs> hey, have hey, have we Bobby? Twy weeding pencil paper pacifier, the book I've been working on. But sadly, the link to pencil paper pacifier is a 404. And we'll end this episode with a brief post in the Sissy Kiss forums by user Cristala's Baby in a thread they also entitled PG Baby Talk. And it goes like this. Baby mythith mama wathen wath. Mess with mama geth nana to walk after baby. Keps baba. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Keps baby out of trouble. Me wife nana give nummy to baby. Me wife to have nappy change humiliation of thithy baby. Ten baby no get boo-boos. And baby Butch finishes the thread by adding, Have a wonderful day with nappies and nana. <laughs> Well, what'd you think of that? Certainly another adventure into the world of adult babies and diaper lovers with the additional twist of wanting to be a sissy on top of being a baby. So go for yours, I suppose. Yeah, I'd been meaning to read this for a long time. If you want to hear another take on this episode, uh, the F Plus actually did a very good episode on this, including a super disturbing baby talk section, which uh, I remember listening to and cringing mightily. I will add a link to that in the blog post if you're interested in visiting that episode. Oh, that was five years ago they did that episode. <laughs> 
that's crazy. Anyway, so yeah, I, I visited this website a long time ago, and it's been on my mind ever since, and I thought I'd give it a try. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm not going to pretend to have any sort of understanding of this. I mean, if I if I was a girl working at Victoria's Secret and someone was like, hey, I want to try on some of these panties, don't mind my pink cock cage, I think I'd be mildly surprised. Maybe not. If you work at Victoria's Secret and you have seen such things, please chime in. Also, in New York City, if you went to an adult store and you wanted to have someone help you with an outfit, that person, unless you went to like a Bayland or something, which is, you know, a sort of female-oriented progressive adult store, I'd say 99% of the adult stores that are still left in New York City are run by some sort of uh, Pakistani or Indian person, to generalize, but uh, I think that's pretty accurate. In other places like, say, Kenosha, Wisconsin, between Chicago and Milwaukee, you might run into a, I think, God, I went to an adult store, which is like on the highway once in Kenosha, and it was definitely staffed by white dudes. <laughs> but that was a long time ago. It wasn't recently, and if anyone says different, they're lying. Anyway, so I think that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you. Same news as always as the top of the episode. Thanks for everyone who supports the podcast on Patreon. I super appreciate it. There's been a lot of $1 pledges coming in, and every dollar helps. Thanks to everyone who has donated on PayPal, and thanks to everyone who has written reviews. If you haven't written a review, for the love of all things adult baby sissies, please write a review of Lou Reed's on iTunes. I beg of you. I mean, this is an absurd fantasy, but I think it'd be hilarious if all of a sudden, like 200 people all wrote a review on the same day and spiked the attention monitor at iTunes and suddenly Lou Reed's was on the front page. A guy can dream. It's an absurd dream. Man, you don't have to write, you don't have to write an essay. Just write something nice about the podcast or just vote it with a star. Five stars is preferable. <laughs> anyway, so thanks for that. Thanks for asking for all the magnets. Still got magnets. Remember, loureads at gmail.com. Join us on the Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter at King underscore Lou. You can also follow me at Lou Reads Podcast, but I do more posting on the King Lou side. My Twitter feed is a mix of jokes political annoyance, pictures of me suffering in my car, things like that, you know, stuff people like. And with that, let's wrap this episode up. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for You, Sissy Kiss Edition. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>